This is all things entertainment. My bad. Someone FaceTimed me and I had to hung up on them. Already. This is uh, the Red Eye Report. You know, I thought it was technical difficulties and I don't No, 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 no. I don't even know how he called me when I put my I put my phone on Do Not Disturb, but I guess they can still FaceTime me. Even on Do Not Disturb. Come on now. Now um I was telling the people at home that uh like I said, I caught an episode of All Things Entertainment with you and Justin. That was a very good episode y'all had out there. Come on. Thank you. I even got emotional in the episode. I mm. I tried listening to the whole thing and midway. <laughs> Come on now. Two hour one. Yeah, people be telling me I had somebody who was listening to us the other day tell me, yo, how come y'all joints are so long? And I said, well, you know, real conversation. Come on now. And um mm-hmm. and you ain't doing nothing but at work, so you should have a problem listening to it. That's what I told them. Right. It's like, come on, you had the job filling out on your computer. Um the thing, I really liked y'all conversation about the jazz and video. And mm-hmm. I like the energy knots, but I I don't really consider them the individuals that he was when he was saying the energy knots, right? I mm-hmm. wanted I wanted to tell me though I call those binding demons, and they come around you and try to bind you and see, mm. oh, and that's what they, mm. they bind your energy and they bind try to bind you to them. You know people like them. I got a couple mm-hmm. that um. Don't want to see my podcast. Doesn't want to see Red Eye Report. Be successful. Say like, that shit. I'm dealing with that shit. I come on now. You know what I'm saying? So they be trying to put that energy out there like, why am I doing it? Like, you know, like, big dog, you ain't, you, this ain't going nowhere. And I'm like, this is a platform. I believe in it. Um, I've got a good feedback from it. And I'm not going to stop just because you feel I should. And that's what it be a lot about with those binding demons. They want to stop you from being successful. What you think about that? I mean, yeah. But it's funny because, uh, like, my parents, they love it. And they're older people. And they're like, hey, why aren't you working on your podcast? I'm like, I'm always working on my podcast. Always. Stake it of an idea. Stake it of an angle. Come on. I got one for y'all at home. That I give y'all a preview about. I ain't we ain't dropping that today, but this is a preview of one we I'm working on for the future. Black people right. that denounce racism like it doesn't exist. Mm. That's, that's wow. Catch that. That's gonna be a real good Morgan Freeman. Come on now, because I know a couple of you blacks out here that don't want to denounce racism, and you see the tactics that they be using, like um voter ID cards. Trying to change mm. lines, trying to suppress the minority vote. You can't deny these things, but we're gonna go in depth on that another day. But you know what I'm saying? All uh, things you can't deny these things. And some of these black people be right there trying to poke their chest up. No, no, look away. It's all look, the house nigga will tell you that as long as you in the house, don't say nothing to master. That's what I'm saying. Like, fuck all that. Just because I'm in the house, bitch, because now that I'm in the house, I got an opportunity to stay more now. You treating them house mm-hmm. niggas, house niggas real bad, son. You know, you can feed them a little bit more. We got a couple extra scrapples in here. Come on now, them boys need some shoes. Speak the fuck up. You in the house now. No, sir. Right. Just sit here. I just eat my biscuits and do what master's saying. That's the end of the day for me. I can't work like mm. that, y'all. 
And some of mm-hmm. y'all got masters and don't even. I'm dealing with that right now. Not me, but other people, you know. They got the masters, they got the handlers. Come on now. Some of y'all are masters of money. You don't even understand that. Come on now. Mm. Some of your girlfriends tell y'all what to do. Y'all don't understand. Some of your men. I'm dealing with somebody who's dealing with the men situation. Come on now. Look, the only person. Just be with them and just keep it G. Come on now. The only person that should be master of your domain is you and whatever calling you pertain to. That's it. You should never be the master of your A lot of women, you know, a lot of women, they feel like. Like, they need to be... And, and I was talking about, you know, yeah, women got to submit and all that stuff. True. But it's like, when does it become an issue? It becomes I, an issue when someone is just trying to control. It's not even, like, sometimes it's for no reason. Like, it's just unnecessary when they want you to do everything their way. Everything their way. Sometimes it's a control tactic. Come on um, I'm I'm talking about like I date I dated someone before in the past and he was telling me that I needed to remove social media. Oh Lord, there they go. There ain't no way in hell when you know I'm a brand and you know most of my work concludes of me, you know, putting out flyers online. There's no fucking way. Social media is how I'm gonna interact with people. When I don't want to call somebody who lives in Russia long distance, one of my bosses. There's just no way. It's just not happening. I'm like, look, if you got a problem with that, then that's you. But I'm going to keep it. So, hey, that's that's what one person mean? I got to lose. What, what Bye. Because, uh, that's, like, like, per- that's like that same person telling you, well, if you don't want to delete it, then well, let me get your passcodes. No, dog, you not getting my passcodes. Those are personal shit. I recommend nobody. Give out their passcode. Treat that shit like your social security number. Come on. Ain't no point. Right. And shit. Let the motherfucker check in what you doing. No, every, 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 every relationship, like I said before in the podcast, needs to have its own level of privacy. Got I should to. not have to check your phone. If I gotta check your phone, we not the right. We shouldn't be together anyway. Cause why would I be? Yep. And, I, and I tell people when you get suspicious of another person. All you have to do is sit mm-hmm. back and fall back. They go tell on themselves. You right. know, you ain't got to go yeah. snooping. People have you done know? it before. Mm-hmm. I don't play the signifier money. Let me tell you three things I don't do. I see no evil. I hear no evil. And I speak mm-hmm. no evil. And I'm not a signifying money. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all be signifying, be all in other people's business. And then you find some shit out that you shouldn't even found out, and now it's got your fucking head fucked up. Like, oh, man, why? Oh, right. And let me tell you, people, once you see something, you can't unsee it. That's the problem. There's a couple things I've seen. I, I mean, it's not... It, yeah, 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 for sure. And it's just like, I don't care about somebody going through my shit. Like, you can read my shit, I don't give a fuck. But at okay. the end of the day, Red, I'm going to tell you right now, if you if you go on my page before I never had issues like nobody used to fucking write me on Instagram or nothing. I don't know what it is about this quarantine. But when you go into my 
um, Instagram now. I can't tell you how many guys have already asked for me to be their girlfriend, for me to marry them. I just laugh at them. I'm like, no, they actually take me on dates. I tell them no constantly. And imagine, now imagine if I was in a relationship, that would have been trouble. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so thankful that I don't have anybody that's right. Like, oh and then God, look, you know? and let me just say this. And these people want uh they like you said, they calling your boyfriend. And this is a thing, like, because some people really do believe, like you know about a workplace girlfriend, workplace boyfriend, workplace husband, workplace wife. Some motherfuckers mm-hmm. be wanting to have uh social media boyfriends and girlfriends. We go together online. What? We checking each other all the time. Yeah. I don't know y'all about that. That's weird to me. Like even to the boys at work to be having like the, the the girlfriend or something at work, and you know we just kick it at work like that. We not nothing going on. It's just what we. It's like a little game to get us through the day. Which, I, what do you think about flirting like that? Because that's the same thing. Because they will flirt with you online. Do you have a problem with that? It's not even. It's not even flirting with me because I'm not flirting back. They're just mm. trying to talk to me. Mm. And and I'm not even engaging with them. Mm. And then they'll ask me the same question over and over. And I tell the guys, like, hey, can you please stop writing me? And they still make it a point to write me, you know. Even if I don't respond, there's there's people that I don't respond to at all. And they still bombard me. Like, I'll block them. There was one guy in particular. I blocked him, like, four different times. And he made four different pages. Come on now. And I and I think there's a lot of times people don't understand this at home. Like when you talking to the ladies and the females, that's what we're saying. What I'm saying is that there's there's always gonna be somebody that like you. Ain't gotta worry about that when you're a female. I don't care how you look. There's gonna be a dude out here that like you. Now when you're a dude, mm-hmm. you gotta sell yourself. Trust that females don't have mm. to sell themselves. It's gonna be somebody that likes. I don't give a fuck. You know. Mm-hmm. And you know, you look on my photos, not one naked photo of me. No, not. And guys still be going crazy for me. No provocative photos like that. Now, you do have a couple pictures of there where you dress nice. I would even go as far as to say it was a good sexy look. But hey, who doesn't got sexy look pictures on their shit? I got a couple on my place. You know, you'll catch me with that black and white that'll be like, oh, you out of sight. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? So right. everybody should have. Good pictures of themselves, you know what I'm talking about. But um, right. But like you said, you ain't got. I did that. I did that purposely to look feminine, so that it's not so much of the MMA. Mm. I gotta balance it out. Well, let me ask you this: You know that um that artist um Doja Cat, right? Yep. All right. Then you know she came out. They caught her out. They got her receipts, as they say, and that she was in some mm-hmm. forums and she was denouncing her blackness because she's half black and half white. And some people were saying that, mm. you know, she was um, losing touch. So one thing she did was she told people she got a number one album. She would show her boobs. Then she reneged. And then she said she was just saying You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And they were getting at her. And now they got all these campaigns to counsel her. And then uh, I think somebody spoke up and said, well, when you come from a mixed family, you might not be so endampered in black culture, so you can have a tough time identifying. And I was going to ask you that all things, because you are, you know what I'm saying, uh, biracial. So do you feel that's a problem? 
I don't so, feel, do you feel like it's a problem. You know me, I always I always talk about my Africanity. I have no shame in it. Mm. I feel like mm. I saw the video of Doja Cat. I felt like she looked high to me. She was on something. <laughs> and it was not weed. But like it could have been a Molly. Come on, let's know. <laughs> but we're not gonna speculate. But she did on my, on my same thing. Her face looked boy. Her face looked like she was on that shit now. Mm-hmm. Come on, now. It looked like she was on something. I was like, this girl's on something. I'm not even going to hold yeah. into it because she on something. Now, we we had a red eye report. We going to tell y'all. It looked like she could have been on some good bud, but you never know. But she was trying to be emotional. But in some of her videos, didn't it seem like she was a little bit defensive? What do you mean? Like, the way she was trying to justify certain things that were done, it's like, look. How? Look, let me just let me just, oh, I'm about to give you an example. So, for example, when she made the point of saying, like, some people thought she was insensitive to the statements that she made about being black, but yet she's proud to be black, and no one should question her blackness, right? Okay, mm-hmm. I agree with that, but you questioned it first. So now everybody else was going to question it. And this was written. You Were you written where you questioned your blackness? So now, and who do you sell your music to? Black who do you, who do you say your music to? So of course black people gonna come for you because now they think you appropriating. Come on now, cooning. Mm-hmm. Come on now. She is cooning. And in that video. And thank you for, for the sake of the black money, you know, the sake of the black dollar. And that's what I'm saying. Like you didn't market yourself to white people. Mm-hmm. You market yourself to black people. You gotta know who you like for her to make those comments that were a little insensitive because you were marketing to black people, so you don't know how to identify with black. Your handlers would tell you how to identify with black. When you go to performances, radio shows, you are interacting with black. Right. This is where you come on now. Now look, I think this right here for anybody. If I'm half white, if I was half Polish, if I was half Italian, if I was half in Italian, right? Mm-hmm. I want to know. About my now, I am. I do got some Indian, white, uh, Chinese in me. But my main thing, what I'm saying is, if I was, I, I've got some of the in me, but I'm not half of that. Now, if I was half of that, I'm gonna find out about my other half and let my because that's two halves of you. You got your pink half and you got your green half. You need to get to know your green half and you need to go know, know your pink half. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like you need to go to those family members, get to know them, get to know the other family members. Just so you have an idea of what it is, because see, I think a lot of kids, when they biracial, they get a hard time fitting in. Like the the the, the white kids don't really want you because you look too pretty, because you got that nice half black whiteness about you. Then the black people don't want you because we think you oh you got that half whiteness about you, and it just makes them be stuck in the middle. And we shouldn't have them being in the middle like that. We should embrace them. Oh, okay. Not all of them, because some of mm-hmm. them be tripping on Okay, you know what I'm I saying? I don't know what none of that feels like, because even with everything that I got in me, and I'm light-skinned, I still be repping the African side. There's people in well, my like- family that don't rep it. They're like, no, 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 I'm just Dominican. And I'm like, okay. That's what you want to say. What do you feel about those people that... Because, you know, because again... Feel lost. I do too because you got to, but even though the stigma, look, black is associated with a lot of bullshit, destruction, mm-hmm. uh, crime, uh, laziness. They use black to describe a lot of bullshit. Ignorance. 
Come on, let now. me give you an example. <laughs> let me give you an example that happened to me yesterday. So well, you know that you know the individual that had that they had the cop with the knee on his neck. So one of yes, my she. friends, one of my friends, he's African American. He he was making a post about it, and he said, "Oh, I don't want to hear, you know, anybody say why did they do this, why did they do that." And this guy, I'm gonna call him out now. His name on Facebook, and then they took down the thread when I said something. So okay, the guy's name is Carlito Sutton. C U T T no C U T slash T O N. He was a guy commenting on the thread. I and you, there. all I said was, I don't know what police school or police academy these people went to, but they never trained us to put our knees on people or use that amount of force. The only way we should use force is if we feel threatened anywhere between, you know, 16 to 14 feet in between that number. Once people mm-hmm. get within that distance or or less, then you as a cop, then you'd have to use force. It's called use of force, right? And uh, mm-hmm. when I said that, the guy got on, the guy immediately jumped on and then he's like, oh, police school, question mark. And I was like, I just said that. I was just making a comment, but I meant to say, no, but I put police academy right after that, you know? And, and he, was mm-hmm. trying to, he was trying to get on me because I said that. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's why I put police academy right after that. You know, for the slow and retarded, and then I send them an emoji with a kissy face, and then mm-hmm. he kept he kept trying to comment, you know, shit, going back to the narcissist, and I was like, oh, you're on. I was like, brother, I'm gonna pray for you. You're on a post that's supposed to be about bringing awareness to black lives, and you're making it about you. Making it about you. And then he kept on with the comments, and I was like, and then you're on here trying to downplay a woman of color. You get donkey of the day. As soon as I said that, they took down the whole thread. Because it's real shit. See how you made a backtrack that works. And here's the thing. If he meant what he said, just stand by. Don't take the thread down. You said the shit now. It's exactly. There's nothing you can do to take it back. Stand apologize. by your words. Stand Thank by. You. Yeah, he didn't even apologize nothing. He was just like, oh, I don't want nothing to do with this thread. Now, I got to ask you, when you were talking about that 15, um, 10 feet, uh, encroaching, right? Because that's what mm-hmm. they call when they encroach you, right? Mm-hmm. So there also a level with that. So, like for example, when I'm saying from one to ten, there's an aggression level that the officer right. must attain to. So, like if you come in at level four, he's not supposed. So what I'm basically saying, so if you're coming with level eight, like you're coming at him with a knife, then of mm-hmm. course he's supposed to shoot you. And if you come in right. at him with a gun, that's like a ten. Of course right. he's supposed to shoot you. And then if he's if you're literally trying to fuck them up, then of course that's again over a seven, so again that force is necessary, but what I'm saying is, when they had your man on the ground, wasn't and they already had him cuffed, may I add, why wasn't they picking him up off the ground after that man was cuffed, because he couldn't I mean, they're saying that he was resisting, but how are you resisting when your arms are behind your back, and this is my thing that really got me the most, y'all at home, is if y'all seen the video and y'all saw the angle that he had the knee on his neck. And then if you saw where his um, thorax was at, it was mm-hmm. right there at the curve. And he was putting and pressure you, on it. And you putting pressure on his back, and that means he is putting his throat now, is being put pressure on by the pavement, by the corner of that curve of that sidewalk. He broke. 
he crushed, excuse me, he crushed that man's um, larynx. And that's what happened right there. It was simple and plain. That's why when you saw him start foaming, when he started bleeding at the mouth and shit, mm. it, was, it was crushed right then. The man crushed it. And this is the, the gall of this motherfucker now, y'all. Yeah, I called him a motherfucker. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. And you try to pretend like that man, he was on his back, was a human. That was a human being that you were doing it to. And uh, he had his knee there. And then this motherfucker had the nerve look like he was posing, y'all. Put his hand in his pocket and was just grinding the knee. And if you really know, you'll see this motherfucker grinding his knee in this motherfucker's back. You're like, yo, you're literally, you're adding extra pressure. When you put your hand in your pocket, you're adding your arms weight to that knee. You get what I'm saying? Now you're yeah. in your pocket. You know this motherfucker was doing in his pocket? He was pushing his own leg with his hands, adding more force to that pressure. You know, and the Chinese do. Let me tell you something. The Chinese dude, I, I want to tell y'all people, that dude has been as just as many rubber mans as that white officer was. And here's the worst thing, y'all. And this is what I always say. You know what really galls my galls is uh, all things is when right. I see other minority officers allow this shit to happen to minorities. You're a fucking minority. You know what they do in your country. Give it's a, a brotherhood thing. Yeah, it is. It's a bullshit brotherhood thing. Even if thing. it's a black officer, even if it's a, a Spanish officer, I'm they're still, I gotta, I gotta, they still considered themselves brothers so they'll allow anything that's just the way it I is gotta, wrong is wrong and i'm gonna step up first thing chinese do need to get charged worser than the white dude that's what i'm saying you know why he deserves to get a worse charge than the white dude that actually killed that man because he sat there and allowed it you you just you kept turning your back so you wouldn't see the hard evidence you know what i'm saying that's why you should get the bus stolen at you off the gate. Then your mm-hmm. hands. They said he already had a sight valve. He shouldn't have been on the force, but his people paid certain things off to get him on the force. And this goes into one of the topics that I wanted to bring to the table today. Uh, all things. Just a quick okay. one. Um, this discussion will be about the life of privilege and the non-privilege person. Mm-hmm. Different types of privilege. There's white privilege, which is a common type in which white receivers receive privilege and better opportunities than others. Then there's education privilege, where individuals are able to do, able to go to school through college. There's minority um, um, privileges, women, for example, receiving more grants than males. There's rich privilege. You know what I'm saying? There's white men privilege. Now, what we're going to do is, as I threw out all those different types of privileges, is there anyone that you want to focus on? Um, I mean, but everybody has privilege in this country, even when, uh, no, third day, even when you, um, let's say you're African American or you're Native American, you get money in college for just for that. And you can get scholarships just for that, just for being African American. True. So everybody has some, is that nobody knows about it and they don't use it to their advantage. There's only like the really, really smart people, you know, that really want to go to Harvard or something or be in robotics or tech, then they're going to qualify for those or apply for those scholarships and those grants. There's free money out there for everybody. 
it's free money out there for everybody. Um, I, I got two parallel questions on that subject, first of all. And I agree with you. Everybody has privilege in their own way. There's a no doubt, no digging, right? Mm-hmm. It's just that some privilege enables others to discriminate against others. Now, look, we all got privilege, but my privilege doesn't allow me to discriminate against others. That's all I'm saying. Others right. have some privilege that can discriminate against others. Others use their privilege to get around certain obstacles that maybe another individual couldn't get around because they didn't have the privilege or their family didn't have the influence to be able to get them across certain shit. You see what I'm saying? It was just like this movie I saw called um, Inheritance. It's new. And it's about this dude who um, the dad died and basically, the daughter and son inherited his house and everything. And in the Harris, it was this dude he was keeping in the basement, um, in the cellar-like situation. So the dude basically told her that she's a DA and that basically her father paid the people off so she could be a DA because she wasn't that bright of a girl. Um, mm. The dad had other dealings where he paid certain things off for the son. So the son could be where he's at. So what we're saying is a lot of times, look, look, if you want to go beyond a movie and get into some real shit, look at the white people, um, Aunt Becky, um, your girl from Desperate Housewives that were in that school scandal and everything where they were doing their bribery. She's the one from uh, Full House. Come on now, Aunt Becky. You know what I'm saying? And she Mm -hmm. was, they were doing that to get their daughters further along in college and shit, faking transcripts and shit. See, that's Mm. that type of privilege. You know, I mean, black people, I feel like this right here a lot of times. If a black person did it, it'll be a way worse crime. It's a way worse crime. Like, we can, I always want to say this right here. If a black person does a white collar crime, they gonna give that black person more time than they gonna give that white person for that same white collar crime. And it's just some bullshit the double standard that is in America. And then what I'm telling y'all is some of you black people have gotten so complacent with the double standard that y'all just accepted. It's not even that. It's the justice system itself. Whoever, when they started the justice system, because we all know that it was created, you know, for slaves to control slavery and shit like that, the police. Come on. But when they started it, you know, even to this day, they the they believe in the justice system that if you are like a poor white or a minority, that you deserve more time than a white person who has privilege, because they believe that the white people who have privilege are less susceptible to going back into prison or committing crimes as people who are poor. Oh, uh, uh, say that again. That's in the justice. Right, that's right. in the justice system. I didn't. I didn't create that. That's, I know, I know. that's how judges make their ruling. But here's my problem with that: because since you are in that, then you also know that every charge a person has has a numeric value attached to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we also know that judge is another word. The Latin word for judge is banker. Mm-hmm. And basically, the cold court system is a financial institute that if you're able to pay. Your crime away, you can do it. Yep. All crimes yep. have a numeric value. Come on, and like yep. you say, the bigger the crime, and remember, time is money. So that's like you right. say, the more time the crime, the more money it was worth. That way. And come right. on. 
and that goes right, into exactly. our, our, one of our talks where we we mentioned that straw man. That's when you start talking about that straw man when you get into that area of shit and that and that money. You know what I'm talking about? But I agree with you wholeheartedly. And justice is blind, especially especially if you're black and you got no money. Or you're poor and you got no money. Let me just say, Red Eye, when I heard that shit and the because we went to uh, the forensics lab and we were doing training there and then we also went to like all the jails and prisons and stuff and when I heard that shit in my training, I was just floored. I couldn't believe the shit that was coming out of their mouth. Now, in fact, the police were saying that in police training um, one of the things they believe like within you know the force is that the main people to keep their eyes out for are minorities, you know, or poor whites, because Mm -hmm. they believe that those are the, especially like within the, like within age 14 to 26, they believe Mm. that those are the people that fall into gangs and crime. Mm. Mm. I'm just saying. So now, you know, when they, when they stop people or they follow you in the store, Mm-hmm. Because that that's what they teach you. That's the training. That's that is the training. training. And let me ask you this though, and, and this is gonna pivot us again a little bit, but still in this same shit. You know, when they did when them boys did Arby and shit down there, right? And I just mm-hmm. like to ask you this, and then we start to see, you know, the white lady essential part. We just start to see a lot more. Is this smoking mirrors to mask the election that's coming up? Because they're really ramping up. This racial tension, if you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why they're fanning this fire the way they are. I mean, I can't understand, honestly. Because why. it's like I said, they're probably doing some shit to try to take away our rights. Okay, makes sense. I mean, look, all I'm saying is, even if I see three raw motherfuckers doing something, I see one dude come in my, look, you can come in my neighborhood right now, park your car, and sit there. And I come out and I see you sitting there and you in a space you don't belong in. I'm going to ask you, hey, you know somebody out here? Look, I've done that before. Yeah. And shit, come on. And ask them, what's good? What's, what y'all got going on out here? That's what I'm saying. Right. But after they spoke their piece and I told them, well, if they were belong here out here, then I would be like, cool shit. If they didn't, then I'd tell them, well, look, y'all need to get on this private property. I ain't about to confront yep. them no more. I walked away from them. I ain't even calling the law on them. I told them what I needed to tell them. They know next time, this ain't just a place to come roll no blood in. That's what I'm telling them. Come on. And um, mm. you can do that type of stuff without getting physical with a person, without trying to have a confrontation with a person. Same way mm-hmm. your black dude in Central Park was talking to the white lady and she wanted to run up on him and all that. Well, I'm about to call the police on you and tell them that an African-American trying to assault me. Did you understand the hypocrisy of what she said right then? I'm going to call mm-hmm. the law and just tell them that, you know, black dude fucking with me. You know how they're going to believe that. They're going to come and run it because I'm white and, you know, black, black man. No, we can't I feel, lie. I feel when any um this is how I feel. When any white person threatens a black person with calling the police, I feel like that's an act of violence, knowing <laughs> everything that's going on right now. It is an act of violence, and you're actually saying that in this situation, when you call them that you're hoping that the person that you're calling on can get killed. That's what you're hoping. That they can get killed. Mm-hmm. Come on now. 
Right. You're right. hoping That's that exactly conversation will come. I mean, I saw the same shit. Look, how does this make any sense, y'all? In the Sam's in some city in America, black dude bought a TV. He didn't have enough room in his car, so he came back to get his TV. Look, it was an officer already in the store. Black dude went to go get his TV. Officer automatically assumed that he stole the TV and everything. He was trying to steal it. He didn't call for backup. Uh-huh. People in Sam's that told the officer that he bought his TV, but yet they still had to slam him. They still had to slam his mom, which was 68. She got a hit uh-huh. from that. And um, their justification was, again, they thought he was stealing the TV. Now, here's the problem that I'm having with America right now, y'all. The Sam managers, the store employees, yeah. were supposed to demand yeah. that shit. They were supposed to tell the look, officer, this man bought this TV. There's no need to harass him. See, we need strong individuals with confidence. Right. Yo, sir, I work here. He just bought the TV. He didn't have enough room. Look, he paid for the TV. Look, officer, he has the receipt in his hand, and you're still right. accosting this man. This is what I would have said. Now, if I worked at the store, because he bought the TV. Now, instead, these employees watch these people get handled like that. And the thing that I'd be saying to this shit is, to this monkey tribune, hmm. a monkey love to watch another monkey get fucked with as long as it ain't they monkey. And I keep telling you, that's the problem. got to step up when this shit. Look, I asked my people all things. I said, look, I don't think I could have been out there with that officer putting that knee in that man's back. I said because I, I wanted to football tackle him because I could tell he was killing that man. So I would, I, I mean, it just feels wrong for me to stand there and watch this man die. And all I'm doing is yelling at, yo, you a bitch ass, you this, you that. It's like, do I take a chance and risk my life for his life or for our life? Because this is a standing moment. Like, what do you do? Come on. I think black men just need to do that and step in and help help their own. Even if the police are involved, that's the risk we're going to have to take. Because that's the only way that people are really going to pay attention. It's like they see it, but it's like, are they really paying attention? That's all we're saying. We can't keep aside and by. Fuck just being a passive videotaper. Yeah, the video helps, but one of you motherfuckers could have football tackled that Blake off of him. There was no reason. Man. And you and you do this just the shit now. Now I gotta ask you now, all things. Was there any reason to keep the knee on that man once the cuffs were on him? There was no reason to even touch him because he already had cuffs on him. All he had to do was sit him up. As soon as he put the cuffs on, what you're supposed to do is sit him up or get him on his knees and then slowly pull him up. Assist him up, you know. And I want to tell y'all, again, how white media paints racism. So, for example, for that guy, when they described him, he was forging a check. And that's why they were initially, they were under, he was under investigation for forging a check. They want to make sure what he did now, right? Now, Pete, the same scenario. Black dude in Central Park with the white lady. And the dog lease situation, guess what they said about him? He was Harvard graduated. So that meant he was educated, so he knew what he was talking about. See that type of shit? How they try to paint you? They always try to paint a picture of what kind of individual you are. I don't like that. 
Mm. Right, like this that's the reason why they happened to you. Oh, that happened to you because you afford your checks. Oh, he was smart enough to tell her that she needed to have her dog on the leash because he was Harvard education. What the fuck does mm-hmm. education have to do with a damn thing? Fuck around. That's all I'm saying. And so my whole thing is is they, they caught him in forgery. So why were they putting their hands on him? It's not like he had a gun. That's why they didn't have to put force. Because we have a manual that tells us why you need to be forceful or not. And what requires you to be forceful and what doesn't. Well, see, when you look at that, officer, he was grandstanding for the camera. He was getting off on it. He was taking pressure in what he was doing. And you cannot be a police officer if you took an oath to swear and protect everybody then there's no way you can take pleasure in having to handle any of us. That's like, that's the last thing you want to do. You shouldn't want to take no, you shouldn't want to arrest nobody. You shouldn't want, you should be wanting to come in and be a peace mediator. The last thing you want to do is have shit get physical. Like you witness shit, but that's, see, but most of these officers, once they get 10 and 20 years in they self, I feel like they become corrupt, all things. And they, they start taking money and they start taking corners and then you got the higher ups telling them, I need you to get more tickets. I need you to make more arrests. See, the first off, the higher ups need to stop talking about those arrests because, see, we already know Trump then did away with a lot of the shit like Barack said, no more privatized federal prisons. What did, Barack, what did Trump do? He let him get a certain amount again. They can now have a certain amount of privatized federal prisons. Is this type of um, industry, when you understand that the 13th Amendment that granted black people and women the right, black people free, women the right to vote, that 13th Amendment, in that amendment, it said all men are free unless incarcerated. See the loophole they put in? Right. We need to erase that yep. loophole. Of course. That's why I said it goes back to the founding fathers go back to they could say slavery ended but that's all bullshit we all know they just it's like it's like they're doing it in a covert style now it's covert yeah in your fa- in your face it ended but what are the loopholes that they put in place if you go into jail if you go into jail and let's say you get a trade you're getting less money and now people will say well if you don't want to do the time, don't do the crime. Look at the guys that just got out of jail, been serving since 1975 for a crime they didn't commit. Three individuals. Come on now. It can happen to anybody. That anybody. can happen to anybody. It is a and lot. if you don't have the right lawyer and you don't have a good lawyer, oh, you're fucked. I got to bring this one up. Joe Biden talked about how um, he voted. Um, to extend the voters' rights for black people, right, and women, right, for um, 25 years. You know about this, right? Yeah. All right, so you know the whole thing behind the the, the 25-year thing? What's the thing behind the 25-year thing? All right, so basically, uh, every 25 years, women and black people's right to vote comes up a vote in Congress. And for the last Mm -hmm. 25 years, they all they did was push the buck 25 years. See what I'm saying? So, like in 2006, instead of making it a law, 
they just pushed it to twenty um twenty twenty six. In eighty six, mm-hmm. instead of making it a law, they just pushed it to twenty oh six. Again, twenty five years. Right. Keep extending it. Twenty five years. You know what I be feeling like? I be like these motherfuckers mm-hmm. could easily not extend our right to vote and the women's right to vote, and they could say some shit like this. Well. A lot of y'all won't register anyway, so we decided only the people that were registered could continue to vote. Shit. Right. That's why we need to vote. I, That's why we need to vote. I got a little passionate about that because let me just say this to y'all all things, red eyes, all our listeners. Look, there's no reason that that vote should have been kept it being extended for 25 years. It should have been made a law. They want a loophole that they can take black people and women Right to vote. They gotta under both. Uh, they gotta understand this affects not only black people, it also affects women. This 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 shit affects mm-hmm. women as well. If this doesn't get passed, women can't vote no more. Mm-hmm. Say it again, because I don't think the people at home heard you. Women, black people. Other minorities would not be able to vote in the election if they decide to not revote that in the law. And you got to understand who's your party lines. Listen to this. When it happened in 86, Ronald Reagan, or was it Bush Senior was in was in office, right? When it got mm-hmm. in 96, Bill Clinton was in office. He could have motherfucker rectified it. So understand, them white people don't want to rectify it. All they're going to keep doing is pushing our right to vote for 25 more years and then one year decide, well, fuck them niggas. Fuck them women. They're not going to vote no more. And that's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing to think about. And it's just like another thing I suppose to you, all things. I feel they would try to bring slavery back if they could use a different word to disguise slavery. There's no no other word that can replace slavery. Indigent servant is still slavery. So you can't even use that. Come on. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm. And I feel like, I don't know if you saw that I sent you that they said that the next stimulus package that it's going to be $4,000, but they're going to make us work for it. Why would you make us work for it? It's not our fault that COVID-19 is out there. Oh, I want to tell them again. These motherfuckers keep talking about work for something. And I, I love... Sounds like slavery. Sounds like slavery to me because I saw a white woman, heavyset woman, from West Virginia, and she was speaking about the poverty in her city. And she was talking mm. about the average salary of your politician. She said they get 174000 She said that that's what she would make in four years working $10 an hour and shit. Wow. She said it also would take nine other people to help her. Then she said y'all motherfuckers get a $40,000 allowance on furniture. But the way that you have the poverty line set up, so basically she said that they need to redo the poverty number because in America, that poverty number was for niggas in the 70s and the 80s, right? And poverty's 
mm-hmm. right now. So she's saying that what y'all doing is, she gave an example. She said, it was this lady that was working at a convenience store. She got a raise to be a uh, manager and shit. They cut mm-hmm. food stamps. They cut her insurance. She said, fuck it. And she had to actually go back to being an associate so that she could keep the assistance from the government so that she could live in America. That doesn't make any sense. And you politicians, they don't got to worry about paying your bills. You get all that good money. We're not even talking about that's the base pay that America pays y'all. Remember, you as taxpayers, y'all pay them. That's their base pay. There's not even talking about the perks that the the corporations give these politicians. You know what I'm saying? They don't buy gas. They don't pay their own electricity. I mean, they don't have to do shit that the average American has to deal with. So I ask you, Americans, how can they have your best interests involved when they don't go through what you go through? Mm -hmm. Come on. Right. Come on. Motherfucker can't sympathize with you unless he knows what it to be poor. Motherfucker that born rich, he, he, don't, he don't understand being poor. I was born rich, nigga. My family had money all the time. Mm-hmm. Come on, now. Shit me. I got old money. Come on. I'm about, right. I'm about to kill granddad so I can get my inheritance because I don't want to wait. Shit like that. That's what white people do. I mean, look, I couldn't believe that black dude that did that shit, y'all. Killed his mama to get the money because she, she won't give it to him fast enough and he wanted to be a rapper. You understand? He killed his mama so he could be a rapper. That don't make no damn mm-hmm. sense. Lady from Atlanta, she owned a couple make of... Ass put it. Uh, she owned a couple of beauty salons. She was worth over like a half a meal and this motherfucker, he got to live that life though for two years. But on that third year, the feds came and got that ass. That's what I'm saying. Come on now. You just don't do shit. I'm not going to kill you right. get no money. That's not in me. Right. How you feel about that? Um, All things, killing a family member to get money, you know, because they got money and they, they blocking you. I know people do it every day, but I'm just saying, I love my family. I just can't get rid of my family for the sake of some green. It don't make sense to me. I want to share this wealth with my team. Come on now. Some of y'all weird. Y'all a killer family member. Some of y'all right now think to yourself, fuck what you talking about, bitch. I'll kill my own right now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, I mean, I have family like that. That's why I stay away from all my family. <laughs> I'm going to just be honest. Come on. I couldn't trust them as far as I could throw them. See what I'm saying? You don't even want to trust them. That's the thing. Come on. I'm not going to. <laughs> me, I ain't either. Look, there's some family members, they can't drive me down the street. Can I tell you that again? Can't drive me mm-hmm. down the street. They can barely take me to a corner store. Look, you got to watch the people that you ride with, the people that you hang with. Motherfuckers ain't always got our best intentions involved. That's what we're trying to tell y'all at home. Some of these motherfuckers got mm-hmm. best intentions. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers be pretending like they love you. Same motherfucker that pretending like they love you be the same motherfucker trying to set you up with the mother niggas. That's all I'm saying. Come on now. And that shit can happen to you. Let me ask you a question because I just want to know why are all the all the to all the white brothers out there, okay? All okay? my and I say my white brothers because I'm you know come on I'm part white, I'm Italian, right? Right. 
why do you guys want to be a part of hip-hop but you remain silent when things like this happen mm. with the whole George Floyd thing. Mm. Justin Bieber, you're one of the appropriating the culture type of people. Mm. Why isn't he speaking out? Iggy Azalea, she want to be all in the hip-hop and appropriate the culture. But when things like this happen, she ain't nowhere to be found. Mm. Right? Speak. Why are you guys staying silent when things like this happen? Mm. Ghost Malone. Um, mm. Name a lot of them. Bad Barbie. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah, Bad Baby. She should be the main one speaking out about it. Um, See, it's a thing I keep telling people. It was one day when I was young, y'all. And I was walking to the store. And I'm not trying to be racist when I say this. But I saw a Chinese person bopping to some DMX in his car and shit. And you know what I thought in that exact right. moment? I said, isn't it lovely to love black experiences, love black perks, but don't have to deal with none of the consequences that it means to be black? And that's what those artists are doing. They love black shit, but they don't have to experience none of the consequences of what it means to be black. Come on. Yeah, that's actual factual. Come on, they need to experience all the perks. Get all the look, look, look for example. Look at one like this right here. Look at Mala Ray Cyrus. She had that stunt with you smoking weed and she was hanging with the blacks, making all that music. Then one year later, yeah, she turned around and said she didn't smoke weed no more and she stopped hanging with the blacks. Shit like that, y'all. And yeah. still, yeah, but you know, I, I just said again, one year she was fucking with the blacks, and then the next year she was like, I don't smoke weed, and she stopped making that type of music. That's what I'm saying. Right. Come on. I don't know. It just looked it just looked like it was a phase. But as soon as she as soon as she got into altercation mm-hmm. with Nicki Minaj and then and then her father wanted to blackball Nicki Minaj in the industry. Mm-hmm. That's why she stopped fucking with black people. Come on now. And, you- and I was a huge Miley Cyrus fan. I was one of her biggest fans. I would always be like, she's underrated. Man, I feel like she you was know. underrated. Look, one of my best jams from her is Wrecking Ball. I came through like a man. Yeah, that's my shot. Man, that song had me that's crying. My, that shit had me that's crying. That's my guilt pleasure song right there, y'all. I ain't even gonna lie. That's my... Yeah. Like, I listen to yo. I came through like... That whole, that whole Bangers <laughs> album, when she was dating uh, Michael Maybe. Yes, when she was dating... That Ra- whole Bangers album was good. That whole Bangers album. Come on now. That's probably going to be her only biggest album she ever makes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I agree with that. Wholeheartedly. Banging ass album. Mm. And that's the thing. Do you feel... I feel like she kind of alienated her black fan base that she gained from that. You know what I'm talking about? When going forward. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? I am. These motherfuckers. Well... Here's another one. Um, um, what's her name? Damn, she got a track I like too. When she had all the chicks in her video and shit. Um, the Jesse J. Taylor Swift. What's that song Taylor Swift got? With all the people. Which song? I'm adding the back. Now we got bad blood. Bad blood. Uh-huh. That's it. That's a banger from her, right? That's like my favorite song from her. Mm-hmm. And I don't really fuck with her. Yep. Because again, 
She's another one too. She appropriates black all the, all time. the time, but doesn't want to give black any credit. I mean, that's why Kanye kind of came at her like, you use black, your your sound, your <laughs> some of your tracks, and but at the same time, you don't want to give credit where credit's due. And that's a problem, like for some of you white artists. Like for a long time, like that dude that sings um I, I, I know I'm not the only one, right? Look, mm-hmm. dude, Sam, Smith. Sam Smith, dude, voice so smooth. I didn't even know that dude was white. I promise you. I, I didn't know until I saw the video. I'm like, what? I thought he was black. Oh, that whole time, I, whole time, did not know. Like, damn, the, the nigga's voice, his voice reminds me of Sam Cooke. That's what I'm telling you. That's one of my dogs from back in the day. Like, a change gonna come. Like, he got that old soul voice. You don't see that from many white people. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm all right. And I'm not telling yeah. people that um, I just feel like this right here. When you're white doing black music, it's easier for us to, we accept y'all easier, but like if you're black doing country music, like country didn't really want to accept Nas X's song. You see what I'm saying? Like they disqualified from mm-hmm. being country, but that's a country song all day. Every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if I don't agree with the song, yeah. it's still a country song. And I mean, right. sometimes we just got to embrace uh, a lot of times in America. I don't know. Again, it's all things. We could go on this all day and all people at home, but I just got to ask this out loud. Like, we're in 2020. And why are they still trying to hold people back, all things? I just don't understand. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, I mean, look at this. Like, the things they're doing to black people, beating them up. Um, they don't want to give black people like Grammys. They don't want to recognize when black people do good in movies, give them an Oscar when their performance was really worth. This isn't about color when your performance, like for example, I didn't feel like Denzel should have got the award for training day. You get what I'm saying? To me, that wasn't one of his most provocative performances. There was a couple other ones mm-hmm. that y'all could have chose to gave that to him for. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, he had to be the crook to take home the book. That's all I'm saying. Like, no. No, no, no. Like, mm-hmm. We got to stop. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. But I'm telling you, I'm just trying to figure out why do we still have to point out that this institution is racist? That institution is acting racist. They over there act like, it shouldn't be this, like, it shouldn't be all these White people shouldn't have all these damn problems with black people. The world shouldn't have all these damn problems with black people. It's like like more going on. Like I don't understand. Like for all the success and achievements of Latino people as well, I'm including everybody. Like it should every mm-hmm. it should, everybody should be more together. But all I see is our president trying to divide us through color, through wealth. Yeah, through social, it's just yep. dumb to me. Yep. And I don't know how we get caught up mm-hmm. in that. As we being individuals, we still try to identify. Like if you white, I know. Look, I know without some of y'all, the Underground Railroad wouldn't happen. You get what I'm saying? Y'all here with a lot of slaves, and I'm just like, I know y'all ain't all with the shit. But it's the problem I'm facing is none of y'all want to stand up against the shit. That's the problem. Come on. Yep. Wrong is wrong. 
Man. Exactly. No. We're gonna cover up. We're <laughs> we gonna cover up for you. You know, we're gonna make excuses for you. We'll make excuses in America. They love to make excuses for somebody. Mm. They do. Just like they do for the president when he says something stupid. You know, when we were in school, you know, when I was in um middle school, I mean elementary school, that is fifth grade, at the end of the years, they would give awards to fourth and fifth graders for doing shit. You got award for, you know, being in school all year, not getting sick, you know, perfect attendance, uh, good grades and stuff. But they were giving out individual awards. Yes. Mm-hmm. It felt bad that some of us all didn't get awards, right? And shit, but mm-hmm. the next year, some of them that didn't get an award worked harder, and then they got the award their fifth grade year. You see what I'm saying? Like, I got my PE badge award in fifth grade. I didn't get it in mm-hmm. fourth grade. The point that I'm making right. is now in America, they give out participation awards. Just because you did, you just because you participated, here go an award. They're going to war, war, war. And what they don't teach is endurance. And sometimes you're going to fail. And sometimes you got to work harder. You know everything I'm talking about right here, CC. You lost your fight, but right. you didn't give the fuck up. That's what the fuck I'm talking right. about. They don't do that anymore in America. When um when you fall down in America, they, they give up. Thank you. They don't brush your boo-boo off and hit you on the butt and tell you to go back out there, get it in. No. They um brush your boo boo off and tell you to go sit down, take a powder. What? No. Yeah, I was uh what I was told, I was told to quit by other fighters. Come on. They were like, Why don't you just quit? Because you're not cut out for the job. You know what I, mean? I was like, Yeah, I think not. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And I kept going and I'm still training and I'm still doing what I got to do, and they're about to open the gym, and I'm going to be right back in the gym, and I got a new management team. Hey, I get I get better and better every year. Look, that goes right back. It's just that we say them energy knots, and them binding demons, they will try to convince you that what you're doing isn't going to work. It is not. You don't got no potential in it. And this be the motherfucker that you look at they be telling you this shit. Why is it always somebody that ain't doing what you're doing? Mm. I might could take it a little bit better coming from a vet saying, hey, big dog, you don't need to go out there and wrestle, dog. You ain't got the technique. You ain't got the passion. I've been doing this shit for like 15. If you hadn't, I'll tell you, dog, this ain't no bullshit. I can respect that, but I cannot respect the motherfucker that ain't never laced their boots up telling me about some war shit. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you ain't never been in war, nigga. Right. But, you know, motherfuckers always got an opinion and shit. And then, like I said, you always opinionated on the wrong shit. The shit you should speak out about, you ain't got nothing to say about. Got your thumbs up your butt just sitting there. And, CC, I got to ask you. What do you think about those people um, that don't step up? Should you step up mm. or should you stay what, quiet? Like what I'm saying, when you see injustice, what? for any kind of injustice, should you sit there? Should you just be quiet? Should you say something? I mean, I I know I always I always say something. Naturally, I'm gonna say something because I'm a leader. Okay. So naturally, I'm gonna say something. I have a I have one of my white friends. She's from the UK, 
and she will step up and say something because she's a Libra. Okay. Come on now. I guess that's I guess that's how some people like people you know from the UK are different than people from America. So I guess it's how you you're brought up and you know what generation you're living in. I like how you, you said know? generation and I want to say that the UK people do I, I enjoy them. They do speak freely and they do speak their mind again. In America, a lot of people think speaking your mind Look, we always want. They think it's bad. Come on, they think that's bad, and they especially don't like you speaking your mind about shit that's wrong and the shit that's right. America loves to have shit where it's grayed out, as I like to say. They ain't even a gray area. They just want to gray the shit out. They know the shit wrong, but like, uh, well, don't, don't call me on it. Uh, they wrong too, right? And then we like to we like to shift the blame in America is what I'm saying. So. If you call me out, instead of me taking responsibility for my shits, I will actually say, oh, well, so-and-so. They, and I'm like, in, in my mind, y'all, I'm like, how did so-and-so tell you to do what you said you did? Because, you know, Trump do that shit a lot of times where he'd be like, well, the scientists, I mean, I saw him doing that when they first were talking about this corona shit. He was like, well, they saying that they going to get it underdone. They going to get it done. They going to get it in control. We shouldn't have to have no lockdown mm-hmm. or, or none of this shit. And then here we are in a lockdown situation. And you got a lot of people protesting it, um, running around outside with signs. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then it was some of the shit I look at when they talk about the signs and shit, you know, all things. You know what the signs be saying? We need a haircut. Mm. Um, I yeah. come outside. You not even like if you're gonna have a sign up, like have a sign that stands and stuff. Don't tell me you mad at your governor because you can't get a haircut. A haircut? Mm. A haircut. For real? He's trying to see my somebody. favorite one. Like my favorite one, like I said, there's this one guy. He's always talking about, oh, it's a hoax, it's a hoax. COVID 19 is a hoax. Yesterday I found out my Buddhist leader, she actually got COVID 19. Mm. Come on now. So, for you to tell me, not only did I lose a friend to COVID-19, but now my Buddhist leader can't even come visit me. We can't even fellowship because she has COVID-19. For you to sit here and tell me that it's a hoax, I'm going to yeah. look at you like you're crazy. I'm going to agree with you. Hey, I'm going to look at you crazy, too. Like, when people think like, I'm like, no, I'm not because he's like, oh, keep believing the media. I'm like, what? did you not hear the part where I just said my friend just died? Did you <laughs> miss that part? Did they? And he, he, yes, he disregarded what the fuck I just said. Yes, he did. He's narcissistic. He's white. And then he was complaining about not being out there. But the thing is, he doesn't even work. Mm. Mm. He don't even contribute to society. So what are you protesting about? Oh my god. Ain't that the weirdest shit? Like that's weirdo shit. It's just straight weirdo. Like, I can't. You're protesting about get like you look, I heard one motherfucker say, I can't tell you the white dude's name. He said that sacrifices have to be made, and sometimes life loss is a sacrifice. Like you're telling me mm-hmm. to start an economy, you'll sacrifice people's lives just for the sake of money? Nah, dog. 
that's what the president said too. He's like, we're gonna, we'll probably lose a couple hundred thousand, but we gotta do what we gotta do, and we gotta get back to the economy. We need to get back to work. And if the Senate tries to stop me, I'll overthrow them. Well, you know, that goes back to what Justin was said. We gotta get more in God. We gotta read our scriptures more. I love how y'all were reading different verses. I want to also say I love the mm-hmm. Proverbs too. It taught me. It taught me a lot about my um, individual self and about wisdom. And let me just say, and I just want to give out one quick one. They say that a man that or woman that shuts their mouth when people speak and listen, that is a sign of wisdom to listen to what someone Mm. says to you. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. When man or woman when someone speaks, you need to listen because they speak it from wisdom. And if you're cutting them off, you're cutting yourself off from wisdom, not listening to what they have to say. And a lot of y'all do that. And, and then on top of that, you got to also look at who's your provider of information. I love the fact when Twitter said we were going to start fact checking um, tw- um, Trump's tweets, because look, we cannot allow you to be the president putting out false narratives. That's crazy. You're the president. You know, some of this shit should be simple. We on the tech room floor and people that be up there, some of they debates this shit, because I be looking at a lot of uh, Roland Martin and um, Mm -hmm. showing shit, and I love to see the black people up there that he has to shoot down. The black people that be like, no, Trump didn't do this, Trump didn't do that, Trump's a good man. I'll be like, how much is Trump paying y'all guys? Because how damn. I mean, y'all will overlook wrong shit. Come on. Right. Mm-hmm. We're looking at wrong, y'all. How um do you see it with that um with this media shit? Like when your man was saying that, you know, you were listening to the media and shit. Like, why would anybody listen to the media? I told them, first of all, I stopped watching the TV um, after, because I watched the TV to see what was going on with the COVID-19, to hear the information and initially what they had to say, you know, because I'm a New Yorker. But then after the first month, I was over it because every time I watched the news, it was making my chest tight and I was getting anxiety. So I stopped watching it. But I told them, I was like, it ain't the media that told me that COVID-19 happen is me that I know I know and, and I know two other people who had it and that we're being told that they don't Come have on. it that's the crazy part and then you got what's called the silent carriers <clears throat> there are people coming in the area coming from Syracuse lying at the front gate talking about they hadn't been 45 miles from the base are you fucking shitting me and they letting the people in and the people were coming in just to get a fucking haircut a fucking haircut Putting everybody in danger. So did you hear that? Silent carriers. That's what we need to worry about. Did you hear that new study that came out just the I think it's either today or yesterday that said that half the people that the testers are giving people false positives and false negatives. That you can't no, that the, don't even take it. Um, they're saying that the test that the test is liable to give a false positive or a false negative. And I just want to say this for example. The tests sound faulty anyway. 
Look, let me let me put it to you this way. Um, they telling me they open back up America, right? Uh, all things, right? But if they open up America, mm-hmm. let me give you this scenario so you understand what I'm saying. I want you to tell me what you think. So when we first took our baby girl to the doctor, we would go in the doctor. They had a little waiting room for us to go in. You sit in there to the doctor call you. Now, this was two months ago. Now, let's fast forward to the day. Do you understand they locked the door now? Mm-hmm. Only one parent can go inside. When we when um they went inside, they checked the baby's temperature. They checked her temperature. They um they um made her take her mask off now, and she had to use one of their masks. I didn't understand that part. Mm. I didn't understand why am I taking off my mask to use your mask? And I, this just makes sense. And all these new maybe they put some shit in the mask. Who knows? Like, like is that who knows? They could put some shit in the mask. You know, I'm just saying, it doesn't make sense to tell you to take your mask off that you wore in the building. I'm not gonna take mine off, but and so like I said, then they got you sitting in the car. So look, like I told you, the first two months you went, we filled paperwork inside the building. This time we had to fill the paperwork outside the building. They had to call us and on the phone to tell us the nurse was coming. She had to walk to the car and escort them inside the building. So now my question to you is, does that sound like covert 19 is under control? And I what? said, does that sound like to you that covert 19 is under control? If I, if I this shit ain't if under I, control. They ain't gonna tell nobody this. Come truth. on now. All I'm saying to the people at home, and I hope you heard me as well, uh, all things when I was saying the procedure two months ago to the procedure now is like somebody came up there and they had covert. That's all I'm saying. Like that bitch is like locked down Fort Knox style now. It, it blew my mind how they changed the procedure in two months. And let me just say this again, y'all. This is two months later, and my city, my state, is under phase two of Operation Reopen. So tell me why it's harder to go to the doctor now than it was before we even got to stage one. That something's not right there, y'all. Something's not right. Something is not right. What do you think, CC? I mean... Just use discernment, like I've been saying. We it's up to us to use discernment. I know when I go out, I wear my mask. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm wearing it. In the beginning, like I said, I thought this shit was a hoax too. But when you start getting people that are so close to you that have it, there's no way of denying it. Oh. And because the president acted late. Unfortunately, the rest of America is going to get it soon. And there's going to be another lockdown by the fall. Right, I guarantee, guarantee. there's going to be a They're going to want to fall lockdown. You can guarantee that. And all the people that were saying, oh, it's a hoax. Okay. And I want to tell y'all, for y'all hokey motherfuckers, see. and for you reopening the country motherfuckers, only way we could have been going towards reopening the country again to the people at home that might not have been listening. They took her mask, told her to take her mask off, which we had a cloth mask that we bought that was clean and disaffected to put on their paper mask. They checked temperatures. They are 
it, 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 if the virus is under control and the cases ain't spiking, why would they be going through all this trouble? And, and two months ago, they weren't even doing none of this shit. None of it. That just makes my mind go, we ain't got it under control. That's what I don't now know. I'm telling you. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, exactly. We ain't got it under control. That's what That's it is. That's what it told me. Oh, excuse me. Okay, I'm just saying, y'all. It just... Uh, it is that the thing is, we really don't know for a fact what's happening. You know, most of the people in New York that got it is because they were practicing social distancing. So if they were practicing social distancing and they still got COVID-19, what does it come from? Where did it come from? Where did it come from? Got to be in the food. If we sitting at home ordering Grubhub, it's got to be in the food. It's got to be in the food. I I don't I I I I'm agree with you. Look, you just see the people they said that was over there in somewhere over the weekend. They were at the beach, and their mayor told them mm-hmm. everybody at that beach must now self quarantine for fourteen days because there were five mm-hmm. people out there that was infected. Do you understand that? So again, wow. why do you want to go to a big ass gathering and then have to self quarantine? That doesn't make sense to me. You were already quarantined, not with no issues. Now you playing Russian roulette with getting sick. I'm not gonna play Russian roulette with my life. Mm-mm. I like myself too much. I think some of y'all don't like yourself enough. That's why y'all willing to risk it. Go out there and take the chance. With your life, your family's life. Look, I like being here. Once you're off the planet, you're off the planet. Ain't no get backs, ain't no take backs. Listen, let me tell you something, Red Red Eye. When we heard at the end of January in the beginning of February, mm-hmm. when we started hearing about Corona and then we got three weeks later, listen. We took action because we have children in the house. That's right. I did not wait for the government to tell me anything. I took almost two months off work because I didn't know if this thing was a conspiracy or real. And I was not going to wait for somebody to give me the proof. proof. I took action. I like it. Come on. You can't wait for that shit. You got to use your own judgment on that. Say this to him and, and, and put the people on. When you say you took action, what you're saying is on the ground level in your city, they were already talking about the shit that we didn't find out about. You found out the shit that we you knew shit that we didn't know until the end of February, early March. Am I correct? Yeah, well, they started talking about it in December. Well, yeah, actually, I mean, you I'm, know, I mean, correct I about it in, um, you know, they were talking about it and it was spreading, but I'm saying like, they kind of allowed us to go through the new year without that fear in America. And then they allowed mm-hmm. you to spend money in right. January. And then right. when February came in, the Rumble Bears were talking about we might have to start stuff. You know, it was a slow buildup. But you're saying that you already knew what the... Re- you like you knew that we would have to self-quarantine, is what I'm saying. You saw the writing on the wall, futuristic style. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw the writing on the wall. I wasn't going to wait for somebody to tell me to quarantine. I was like, well, they said stay away. You All you got to do is stay at home for five days. And then when I did when I did work in January, in the beginning of February, after I worked, I took five days off. 
to self-quarantine. Okay. Because I wasn't going to take any chances if this thing was real. And then when I found out a chick in my job was getting tested for that bullshit, I said, hell no, I'm not coming Mm-mm. back to work. Mm-mm. What made it even what made it even worse? They had motherfuckers from Korea that came back. That's why I didn't want to go to work. I was like, "How in the hell? You got this shit spreading in Asia, and now you got motherfuckers from Korea coming here." And the real thing. That's when I knew shit. I'm like, they don't even fucking care. They don't though, because I gotta ask you, isn't it funny that the virus attacks pre-existing conditions like that? Shit was geo in it. It's cold, like. Like somebody fuck around it really man made that bitch like because I mean that, it's weird that a virus will really will, will you know like yo I'm looking for pre-existence in you you know what I'm talking about I'm gonna fuck you up if you got any pre-existence don't have diabetes better not have high blood pressure I'm coming to get you you know it's like where the fuck like that's like mm-hmm. that seemed like some extra to me y'all that's all I'm saying especially oh I heard an mm-hmm. article that said. That if man, I want you to think a comment on this with me now. Um, based the article said that if the white people and it was the mid white people, right? Like the white people between 20 to 40, and it was affecting that group of white people, that we wouldn't see no protesting to open the country up. We would actually see a faster response. But because it's attacking minorities at a higher rate than the um than those other people, they're saying that's why they're out there because they're under the impression that by some way that they're immune from this disease. What do you think? You still with me all things? Just a little pause, y'all. But when we get it back, we'll ask her what's her feelings on that. You know, some people, they do affect minorities different than others, but I feel like it's all about how you took care of yourself to begin with to a certain extent, like what you're putting in your body, certain things like that. Um, now, If this broadcast doesn't get right, we're going to take a quick intermission, work out these technical difficulties, and then we're going to be coming right back at you with some more strong points about different things that's going on in America in this day and time. I'm with my co-host, CC. That's all things entertainment. I'm beat all. This is the Red Eye Report where we keep our eyes slightly red until